the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. It is a fabulous Tuesday, and I am glad to be back with you all. I am Misha Dimitruk with Essex Mortgage, NMLS 694427. If you have burning real estate lending questions, need strategy support, need to have a conversation with someone to validate what you've been told, or are just looking to understand your options in this amazing and hectic real estate environment we find ourselves in, reach out to me, let me know how I can help you. My phone number is area code 831-435-0385. My email, Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com. You can also find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. I am excited to be here with you today. We have some great topics to cover. I get all of my ideas from conversations that I have with clients. And they help me understand how to bring different topics to your listening ears so that you get the answers that you need. I've learned a long time ago, if someone has a question, lots of people have this question and they just either don't know to ask it or they don't know who to ask the question to, or they don't even understand how to get that question formulated. So I am here to help you demystify the mortgage lending industry and know that if you call me and relay out what it is your situation is, you may not understand how to formulate that question specifically, but with my expertise and history in the market, I am usually able to extract what it is that you're trying to do and help you put together a path to achieve your goals in real estate financing and grow that portfolio. Whether it's expanding your current portfolio or getting that very first property under your belt, I'm here for your dreams. Again, 831-435-0385. If you want to send a text or a phone call, that would be fantastic. I'm going to start this week by letting you know that I had a conversation with a listener from last week's show, and he gave me a call to ask a very pointed question about the debt service loans that I talk about a lot for investors. And debt service loans are loans that are really focused on just the individual transaction. They don't take an an owner or a buyer's entire financing portfolio into consideration. And it takes all of the debt to income off the table, debt to income being how much money you have documented eligible funds coming in versus the expenses going out. It's really just based on your credit score, your down payment or equity position in the property, and whether or not the property cash flows, whether on paper, whether or not it covers the expense for the property, principal interest, taxes, and insurance, as determined by the appraiser who also determines the value. 
Now, if the value of the property is there and the rent, the intended rent, covers the expense of the property, then there's no other qualification that comes into play. Your credit score is in line. You, uh, you do have a six months principal interest and taxes reserve requirement. So credit score, reserve, projected rent covering the expense appraised value. Nothing else is coming into play there. And so he, he asked me this question. He said, how bad are the interest rates on these products? And, and I started to laugh because of course, interest rates are very, very customized. And we have this conversation every day with clients in the industry that the interest rate is really based on the very specific set of circumstances that a client brings to us. What's their individual credit score? What's the specific loan to value? What's the intended use of the property? What's the property type? And so determining that rate is different for everyone based on the nuance of their specific criteria. So I haven't relayed out what the interest rates are on these loans because I haven't been given a specific scenario you know, in order to provide that to you. So in his mind, he was thinking this flexible loan option was going to have some astronomical rate that was just going to make him sick to his stomach. And the truth of the matter is the rates are very, very low and very reasonable um, and definitely very close with market as far as what you get out of the opportunity. And so um, I was able to relate to him, these rates are still in, in the, the threes and it's fantastic. And it, it's opened up a whole world of opportunity for him as far as where he sees his own opportunity now because of where his current rates are. So if you have specific rate questions, if you want to understand what certain loan options that I discuss here or that you hear about in other places would be in relation to your transaction, we need to talk about your specific set of circumstances and criteria and the loan that you're targeting because that's going to give you an understanding of what's available to you. Again, don't listen to your brother's interest rate. Don't listen to your mother's interest rate. Don't listen to your barber or your bartender's interest rates because all of their information is going to be different than yours. And knowing those differences is what's going to help us figure out exactly what you would be eligible for. If you haven't already determined what your criteria is, that's what we are here for. The experts at Essex Mortgage are here to help take the information that you don't even know what you need to bring to the table and make that information digestible by you to a position that you understand what you can do, what's your purchase price, your maximum purchase ceiling, or your purchase power, as we like to call it. What's your maximum loan amount? If you're shopping different property types, how will that affect what it is that you're looking to do? These are all things that need to be explained to you if you have never been through this process before. And that is why I encourage you to always work with a live human expert. Lots of people want to go online. They want to type in their information, what they think they know about themselves, about their qualifying criteria, and they want to punch out a letter that says they can go shopping. This is the biggest purchase most people will ever make in their lifetime. This is the most expensive thing most people will seek to own in their lifetime. Take the time to learn about it, to understand the circumstances you are getting yourselves into. I see people spending more time researching what kind of phone to buy than they do in understanding the home buying process, the loan process, their insurance coverages. And it gives me cause for concern when someone tells me they don't want to know how any of this works. They just want the end result dollar amount. Um, those are the people that I'm, I'm worried for in the future that they'll say, well, I didn't know that I needed to 
understand my insurance. While I didn't understand that I would have to pay my taxes, I actually had that conversation this week. I have to pay property tax, but I'm buying the house. Um, so there's a lot of different pieces that come into play. And I think it's really important that when you work with a qualified professional, they give you that service level. They tell you the things that are really important and they highlight those needed pieces of information that will make you a responsible homeowner and a savvy buyer and a really invested investor. Because if you know how to use the information that is at your disposal and you can leverage the proper tools in your arsenal, you will find success easier and with better understanding than those who don't take the time to get educated. That is why this show is here. We're here to present you with all those pieces of information that tie everything together and help you have a depth of understanding of loan options and financing option and strategy. And this is something that in such an impacted market where buyers are up against a brick wall and they feel it every day, they look at the market and they think, that's a beautiful home. I wonder how many people will be bidding on it today. It's a legitimate concern for buyers out there. Will this be such a hot property that I should be looking at a lesser interesting property because maybe there'll be less competition there? That's why we're here. If you understand the strategy behind what it is you're doing, and if you understand that there's product option for you, more than just walking into your big box bank and saying, I need help getting this property captured. I need help understanding what my buying options are. I need help understanding my ceiling and not letting all of my cards out to a seller. If you are getting one pre-approval letter typed out by yourself by putting in every piece of information and you get $1 amount, what happens if you don't offer to that dollar amount, but you send in that pre-approval letter? The pre-approval letter tells the seller how much you are eligible for financing. If you didn't offer that, do you know that that's tipping your hand to the seller? That's showing that you can finance more than you've offered. Now, if you were a seller and you wanted more money and you saw someone was eligible for it, wouldn't you counter that person? It takes your offer and diminishes it. If your pre-approval letter is not customized to match identically with the offer at hand. And that is something that I talk with buyers all the time. And, and I talk with their agents all the time. And it's a big power play for buyers because it keeps what you are eligible for in your arena. And what you choose to spend is your decision rather than someone saying, well, I listed the house for 800,000. You offered 750, but you're approved to 900. So I'm going to turn around and counter you to 825. Um, you know, it, it's really just keeping your information personal. Uh, as much as the California Association of Realtors and Realtors on the whole have taken away, they called it the love letter, or most of them have anyway, which was a letter that was written by buyers. It generally included a photograph of who the buyers were and a little bio on who they are as people, why they loved your home, how they could envision themselves there. Um, that letter has been asked to be removed because of the fact that they believe that that's a sticking point for a possibility of discrimination, that people could pass judgment on intended buyers based on any of the protected pieces of information. And just as much as that information should be protected, the information of what you qualify for in a financing scenario should be protected by the people on your team. And we are very much 
your team, when you bring your loan and your pre-approval to us here at Essex Mortgage, all of your information is kept confidential. And that includes the opportunity for us to keep to ourselves your maximum purchase power, unless you tell us that that is where you're wishing to swing to. So if you don't already know your maximum purchase power, if you are not totally confident in what your financeability is, and you're looking to understand that for your portfolio growth, for your initial plan as a first-time home buyer, now is the time for you to get that piece of information really, really solid and really clear in your mind so that you can put that to work for you here in the fourth quarter of 2021 and definitely to create that plan of success for you in 2022. I know we're bearing down on the end of the year and it's going to be here before we know it, folks. For those of you out there who are self-employed and are looking to structure yourselves so that you can make a purchase next year, we wanna talk to you now and get that plan in motion so that you can file those taxes early and be prepared to buy as soon in the year as possible. We're going to take a break here in a moment, but I did want to remind you my phone number is 831-435-0385. You can call or text with any questions that you have. I will get to some listener texts here when we come back from a break. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha, and we'll be back. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back. You're listening Today, Tuesday, we're here talking about your strategy, always about the topics that the buyers and owners in the Bay Area are bringing to my desk. And I wanted to get to a text question from Liana in Menlo Park. Thank you, Liana, for your question. Liana was asking about cash out on her investment property. Is it possible to take cash out on an investment property? And do you have to pay mortgage insurance? Liana, again, thank you for your question. Cash out on an investment property is available and you're not going to have mortgage insurance in this because the limitations on loan to value, how much loan you can have against a property's total value will not allow you to get into that type of a position. Um, So as an investor, you're going to have to have more equity in the property to finance the property to begin with and certainly in order to take cash out of the property. Now, something to be aware of as an investor is that Investment property lending, the rates are generally a little bit higher and have a little bit more cost associated to them. In a cash out scenario, that that situation is even escalated a bit more because it's taking more risk. Your investment properties have everything in this industry is based on risk, as many things are in the world today. But investment properties have more risk inherently because you don't live there. If you were to come up on a financial struggle, you that caused you to have to look at your portfolio and say, what am I not going to pay? You wouldn't do that to stop paying on your primary home where you house your family. You would look at an investment property first where you don't live because it doesn't jeopardize you and your family necessarily. So um, in that, the, the deeper you go into extending debt on your investment property and the higher your loan to value is, the higher that interest rate and that cost for that interest rate are going to get. As always with investment properties, your credit score is going to be paramount. It's going to require that you have a higher credit score than if it was an owner-occupied property, and you're going to be required to to show at least six months of reserves, principal interest, taxes, and insurance 
on at least the subject property, depending on the type of financing that you do. And it could be as much as across your entire portfolio, again, depending on the type of financing that you do. Leona, give me a call and we'll talk about how you can tap into the equity on those investment properties um, and to the easiest opportunity for you. Uh, to that point, we do have the opportunity for those people who on their entire portfolio, if they don't have the ability to take cash out and support the payment and qualification via their documented income, tax returns and pay stubs and whatnot, um, we do have light dock loans and no income verification loans that are available on investment property and primary residence. These are fantastic opportunities for borrowers, anyone who's borrowing money is a borrower, for borrowers to obtain the financing that allows them to tap into the vast equity that a lot of people have grown in the Bay Area over the last few years. If you've owned your property for several years, you likely have a substantial amount of equity in that property. And if you need to utilize that, or if you want to utilize that equity, you have to take a loan against the property in order to turn that into cash. Otherwise, it's just lazy equity. And that's what we call anything where a property has a bunch of value sitting in the property that hasn't been turned into cash that can be used for purpose. So in the instance that you have cash tied up in your property in the form of lazy equity, and you need to get that equity out and turn it into usable cash, but you don't feel like your tax returns or your paperwork supports that, know that there's a loan option out there for you. If you've walked into that big box bank and they've told you there isn't an option for you, and you're wondering why they don't tell you about these other more flexible options, I can give you a very simple answer. They just don't know. They're not versed in products that they don't sell. First of all, because they don't sell them, so they wouldn't need the expertise in them. But secondarily, how defeating would it be to know that there are a plethora of flexible options out there for your clients that you just don't sell? And so you would spend all of your time referring out to other people who have products that can help your clients. So they focus on what it is they can do, what it is they can sell, and who they can sell to. And if you've been told no, or if you've been told that you can only have one of two options when you go into that big box bank, I encourage you to talk with, give me a call, talk with any of the loan officers here at Essex Mortgage and find out all of the options that are available to you because there are a vast number of lending products. And um, it's really, really important that you as a consumer be exposed to someone who has a depth of knowledge to know how to utilize those products, where to go to get them, and can provide you with the interest rates so that you have an understanding of the benefit that those types of products bring to you. Again, any questions that you have, any type of scenario that you're needing help with, if you've been told no at all, reach out to us, 831-435-0385, and we will have a conversation about how we can provide you with the services that you deserve. We're going to be back here in just a moment. Here's listening to Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, we are back. As we were stepping off for break there, we were going through the rigors of different loan options that are available to you and where to find this information. Uh, you know, you speak with a trusted advisor, a referral from your realtor, a referral from your brother or your mother or your barber or your bartender. And what does that actually mean for you? It, hopefully it means that you received a quality referral because these people actually worked 
with the people they're referring you to at some point. And also it means hopefully that you're taking a look at this person online, understanding who they are, do they have great reviews? But when you have a conversation with them, you wanna quantify what, what type of a lender are you? Are you a direct lender? If you're a direct lender, as such as you would find in a, a big box bank, then you are lending your own money or the bank's own money. If you are a broker, you have lots of different lending opportunities, but none of them are through you directly. And if you're a correspondent lender, it means you lend money based on other people's loan requirements. Here at Essex Mortgage, we are all three of those. So that gives us the best of all the worlds and the most opportunity when it comes to finding the right loan products for you because we do have our own lending products and we do lend our own money. We do lend other to other people's guidelines and still our own money. And we have the ability to broker out to those institutions that offer those fantastic one-off products or those amazing investor products that maybe we don't do a ton of, but some other people are experts in. And so it gives us the ability to collaborate with other experts here in the industry and find the best loan and rate for your financing needs. So if you're interviewing lenders and you're asking these questions, you wanna know how long have you been in the industry and what is your lending background? Are, are you a direct lender? Are you a broker? Are you a correspondent? And if you don't have the understanding of what those things mean necessarily, then how would that information help you? So that's again, why we're here to bring these pieces of the puzzle to you so that you can get a depth of understanding that you actually can use. Now, in speaking to loans that we reach out and partner with other people on, there are specialty loan products that are just not something that get talked about very frequently. And one of them is called a cross-collateral loan. Now, lots of people have heard of bridge loans. And bridge loans are a little bit different, but it's basically the leveraging, and cross-collateral falls into line with this, it's the leveraging of two properties the equity in one that you already own in order to acquire a second. And bridge loans are generally considered short-term financing, meaning you didn't want to sell the home that you had already or the property you had already in order to acquire the next property. And a lot of people were looking to these maybe last year uh, and, and may still be because they don't want to sell the property that they're in until they have actually bought another property because of how difficult the market has become. So, a bridge loan was a, a great idea and a well-known option for a lot of people. The interest rate on them, however, was not fantastic. And the cost of them was not fantastic either. In comes the cross-collateral loan. The cross-collateral loan has a much more competitive rate. It allows you to release the financing from one property independent of the other. So if you made a purchase with a cross-collateral loan, you may have resulted in a zero down payment purchase of that secondary property. You have the ability to then sell the property you originated with and release that amount of lien and retain an excellent low rate financing on the property that you acquired using that cross collateral finance. It does require two appraisals and it does require equity in the original property that you owned, but it is a fantastic strategy for those who are thinking. How will I ever capture a new property while I still keep this other property? And in particular, for those who have families that they can't uproot 
They can't be put through an open house. There's no way they could manage the mental stress of making sure that their house was prepared for someone to walk through in an hour's notice. For you out there who are thinking this, I hear you. I feel this deep in my soul for you. And I want you to know that there are options for you out there. And there are very financially savvy options to help you get on with your financing and real estate acquisitions that you seek to achieve. If you need more information on these, my number 831-435-0385. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. It's a fabulous Tuesday to become a more savvy buyer or investor. And speaking of savvy, we have on the line with us Daniel Ibrahimi with Intero Realty. Daniel, how are you today? Awesome, Misha. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Daniel, what is going on out in the market these days? What is going on? Buyers are scrambling to get a property before the end of the year and, of course, <laughs> take advantage of these low interest rates. Um, you know, the weather's good. Buyers mm-hmm. want to get into a house, and at the same time, sellers want to get their top dollar and get out of the area if they can. <laughs> yep, that's definitely what we're seeing a lot of. Now, Daniel, we, we talk endlessly about understanding the individual markets that our buyers are buying in and speaking to yes. the actual price point of a sale, not what the list price is, but the gap between the list price and the final sale price and trying to convince our buyers that where they need to actually have their offer in line to be taken seriously. And what is your best advice to buyers on digesting the reality of, of the market? And, and how Definitely. do you help guide your clients that way? My best advice, Misha, would be to listen to your agent if they suggest a certain price parameter that the buyer needs to be in to be in the running. Uh, go with that because most likely it's correct information. I mean, I've had a handful of buyers recently, as you know, and I've suggested to them the price where they ask me, where do I think the house will end up? And I tell them X, you know, this price versus that price. And they still want to challenge that sometimes and go way under that thinking the seller may counter and the seller will not counter in this market. The sellers are really not countering. Mm. So, My best advice is go in strong, go in with your best, highest, and best offer, and uh, waive your contingencies if your lender allows you to, and listen to your realtor. Because, you know, the time it takes to look for another home, taking people's, uh, you know, time out of their schedule and stuff like that, there's something to be said about that as well with time management. Um, Absolutely. How do I add my Good. So to that point, Daniel, I'm sorry, I'm going to jump in here, but to that point, we have buyers who have shopped for more than a year. They're exhausted. Yes. They are defeated. They're sad. And they still don't accept where the market is and make their price offerings accordingly. It's almost as if they, they don't understand that they want the buying process to end. I keep teasing that they really enjoy our participation in their lives. But truthfully, for buyers out there, if you're looking to capture a property, listen to your advice from your trusted realtor. If you don't trust your realtor, you don't yeah. trust the information that they're giving you, you need a better realtor. That's right. And Daniel is here That's to right. offer you for that example, expert advice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Misha. Thank you so much. I'm more than happy to help anybody that can just really trust my you know, advice 
based on 14 years of knowledge that I have in this uh, marketplace, you know, being okay. born here, breathing the air, the real estate, that's all I do. And some clients still want to challenge that. And I find that very interesting because by the time they finally end up buying the property of their choice, three to four or five months later, they've now paid hundreds of thousands of dollars over what they could have got into if they just would have trusted my advice on round one, you know? It's of such a valid so, point. And that's their money. You know, that's, that's all their money. It's not mine. It's not yours, Misha. It's, it's their, their extra down payment that they have to forge in there. So. Absolutely. And for those people who are extra sensitive to price in fluctuation and different um, increases in the market and seeing that as the, the summer months have ended and here comes the fall and the winter on us, they see that buyers are upping the price. I'm seeing more competition out there. I'm seeing people stretching yep. even higher, you know, listing prices and capture prices are having a bigger and bigger disparity here. And so um, for buyers out there right now, understand that the market is not cooling by any stretch and that listening to your realtor, cool. no. no, no, that listening to your realtor about the specific market that you are shopping in because you're within a county but within that county there are neighborhood pockets that some are hotter than others and those you have to know those markets and you have to monitor the market and understand that in order to be competitive and get your offer accepted because not getting your offer accepted this month means you're subject to next month and next month who knows what yeah. the rate will be who knows what the price increase will be so as those things move outside of your ability to control them we're seeing the trend is just going up. So Daniel, do you have something to share with us today? Yes, and I also wanted to mention one other thing. Um, for those buyers who talk to their fellow colleagues at mm -hmm. work or their friends and family who like to uh, give them advice and say the market's gonna drop like 2008, I don't see that at all happening. No. So please trust your realtor. <laughs> because, you know, Misha, you and I on the peninsula in South Bay or even Santa Cruz County, everything's just shooting up. So, it is. yeah, it so is. there's that. Um, what do I have to share? Yes, I have an amazing four-bedroom, three-bath, uh, single-family home coming up, brand-new remodel next month in uh, San Mateo for a million nine, sixteen hundred and thirty square feet on a 6,000-square-feet lot. A million um, a nine for four bedrooms. To a park. Yes. That's going to be yes. a hot, that's uh, going to be a hot sale. Oracle. <laughs> wow. Wonderful. Oracle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great neighborhood. Lots of young fans. Park right, you know, kitty corner. Gorgeous area. Fantastic. So there is that. And I also have an amazing um, uh, restored a mountain view home, excuse me, downtown mountain view home, two blocks from Castro street, um, that will be listed for around 3 million. And that is also being completely renovated as we speak right now should be available within the next 30 to 60 days. Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Daniel. We look forward to these properties coming to market. Tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you, please. Sounds great, Misha. Thank you. My cell phone is best. You can call or text me. My number is 408-761-2883. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much, Daniel. I appreciate, as always, you joining and giving your perspective out there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in need of a 
qualified realtor and you deserve a qualified realtor for everyone who knows, uh, then please reach out to Daniel and let him walk you through this process and give you the keys to your new home. We're going to take a break uh, here in just a moment and we will come back and answer yet another text question that came in from our listeners. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. We are at the top of the hour here. And uh, a piece of our show that I'm going to start bringing on a weekly basis is going to be a challenge for you, the listeners. And I encourage you to bring me your results here. Now, I have read every credit contract that I've ever gotten my hands on. I am that person that reads all that nitty gritty fine print and all that. This is a fictitious vehicle on TV when they're showing the car driving underwater. That's where my mind is always focused on the fine print. And so having read these contracts and having read these documents and following these things, there is not that I have gotten my hands on one contract that says we are going to continuously monitor your credit. And I can assure you all of the credit agencies who have extended debt to you are continuously monitoring your credit. This is why you can log into your credit card and get your credit score. Now, these are consumer scores. These are not the same type of credit scores that we look at in the mortgage industry, but it's a really good gauge of where your credit is at. If you have not already signed up for the ability to look at your credit score through a credit card online, please take the time to do this for yourselves. Rather than signing up through other credit monitoring systems that aren't the actual bureau. That the three credit bureaus are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. There are other companies that promote themselves as having a score, but their score is not in line with what the bureaus promote. And the secret recipe that the bureaus themselves come up with for each of your credit scores from each of the bureaus is in fact not known. So this other entity that's out there promoting that you can understand your version of the score with them has left a lot of people in the lurch. Understanding what your specific credit score is from one of the three major bureaus is going to help you understand your position and get smarter about your specific credit situation. Now, I'm going to challenge everyone to get themselves open to review their credit score with at least one of your credit card companies. They're all free, it doesn't cost you anything, and it will tell you that this is what they determine your score to be based on one of the bureaus. Doesn't matter which one you're looking at, but I want you to have an understanding of where your credit score sits, particularly if you are a buyer. If you don't have a credit card yet, we need to talk about how you're going to build smart, healthy credit. I'm never going to advise you to go have retail therapy in order to establish debt for yourselves. What I am going to do is tell you to open credit cards that allow you to spend on the card things that you're paying for now in cash. If you are paying for your groceries in cash, get a credit card, run it through the card before you buckle up your seatbelt and drive away from the store, log into your online banking and send that payment from your cash account to pay the credit card. That way you're never accruing interest and you are always massaging that debt muscle. If you don't use your debt muscle, you will lose that debt muscle. And this goes for people of all ranges of buying. I have people who are stepping into their first time home with a limited down payment and people who are putting sizable down payments down 
who are coming to the realization that because they haven't utilized debt, whether they didn't, they were afraid to, or they didn't need to because they had plenty of cash, they were not able to get the lending that they needed because they didn't actively participate. If you don't play in the game, the debt game, and if you don't play by the rules made by the debt game, then they don't give you the points and you need the points to win. So if you have questions about your own individual credit, if you need to understand your specific situation or how to improve that situation and posture yourself for the financing that you deserve, please give me a call, 831-435-0385. You can email Misha, M-E-S-H-A, at EssexMortgage.com, or you can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. This show does re-air Sundays at 3 p.m. If you missed any part of it, you can listen to it from the start there, but you can always give me a call and have a customized experience at no cost to you. I'll be back next week to discuss with you more topics that you, the listeners, bring to my desk in order to help us as a community become better and smarter buyers and investors. Have a good week and stay safe. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 